0: color me dead this is a true crime podcast and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor
1: if you don't like words like fuck and cunt then you probably shouldn't listen but if you do then join us while we fuck your feelings
0: in 1996 barry lukitis walked inside his math class here at frontier middle school killed his teacher two other students and wounded a third welcome everybody welcome welcome so you guys didn't get a so-so last week because we're total fucks we are fucks
1: it's mostly 99 percent my fault because i had a lot of personal things going on and i was living on angel's couch <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is like we always want to get out extra content we always
0: want to get the so out and we're we're trying really hard to get like more content to our patreons and stuff but life comes at you fast, and if you fucking blink, you miss your so-so.
1: Right, and life has been kicking us in the ass. So, I mean, in between we'll
0: between holidays, me getting a job, and just different shit, man. Like, you got your episode, and we're sorry that we missed the so <laughs>
1: We'll do better next time. We are, we are <sighs> working. We're working on it. Thursday night, I was over there at Angel's house, and she's like, so are we not doing a so-so? And I was like... Yeah, we got we got a couple days, and then it was like, fuck, no, we don't. Thursday night. So it just didn't happen. Yeah. And I'm traveling for the next three weekends in a row, too, so it might get sketchy.
0: Yeesh. Some things for the next little while might come early. They might come a little late, and you guys are just going to have to bear with us on this because... Surprise month, uh, Well, I know, but you know what? <laughs> As much as we love doing this podcast, and we genuinely love our listeners, and we love what we do, kids and family first. Yeah. So if there's ever shit going on where, you know, kids got to be somewhere for hockey, you know, I've got different shit going on with my kids.
1: That's family first. We've got our son David to take care of. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Am I?
0: Now shut up and take your fucking turn on the trivia game.
1: Right. <laughs> it's your turn. Pause.
0: <laughs> Whale, well, what episode are we on? I think it's 87, 88. No, it's 88. 88. 88.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: It's oh. uh, episode 88 because we didn't have an 87.5.
1: No, we did not. <laughs> episode.
0: Episode 88. Episode 88. Now, when we get into this, before we get into this... <clears throat> Let's talk about a few things. Let's. Let's. Okay. So let's start with, you can find us, all of our sponsors, and some amazing ways to help us out through Patreon on Age of Radio.
1: And if you'd like to do that. It's ageofradio.org. You can go just to that and see all of the Age of Radio shows, or you can go to just our show at ageofradio.org slash color me dead slash slash slash. You can find Patreon there. You can find all kinds of ways to help us out, and you can just listen from there. So if you have an app that's not working or whatever, you can go to that website and listen to us from there. All of our episodes are on there. Yeesh. So if you want to uh, look at some of
0: our sponsors, if you order through there, Color Me Dead sees a kickback, also our Patreon, and the shows. Go check out some other Age of Radio shows. Yeesh. Yeesh.
1: You can also go to Addicted to Podcasting by Age of Radio. And we have a contest going in there right now. If we get 250 members... We are going to give away a pair of Studio Sweden headphones, so go there and you comment on comment what your favorite podcast is. And there's a lot of people in there that are um, talking about their favorite podcast. There's a lot of posts. Go in there, interact. Every Thursday we have what we call a text textisode, <laughs> and it's just basically interaction with a lot of the hosts from the shows on the Age of Radio Network. And it's basically just a big. Bullshit interaction, just toss out your... And it it came from me, um, Chuck and Adam, and and our group chats, because they just go crazy. So we thought we would involve everybody else in that, and it was just fun. So go check it out every Thursday, text episodes, join the group. That is all. Now,
0: one of the topics that we really toyed with about covering, and we always decided not to... Is this. And we finally decided to say, fuck it, and we're going to jump in feet first. Now, that being said. Huh? We're doing this. We're doing it. (laughs) But then what? Right. So here it is. School shootings. Yes. Yes. And I know that this topic might fluffle some feathers. Right. Just know that this episode is about more than just a school shooting.
1: Yes. Show and anything we say in here, are our opinions, they can be changed with education, knowledge, education. Knowledge, information. We're not stuck on what we say. We don't want to offend anybody with our opinions. Those are just our opinions. And it doesn't mean that if you have a different one, you're wrong. Or that we're right. Right. Maybe we're wrong. Right. <clears throat> it's, this is opinions only.
0: Right. And this is a very sensitive subject for a lot of people, especially in my opinion, Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just go ahead and throw that out there. In my opinion, for those of us who were on the front lines in school when shit like Columbine and Frontier took place, um not only did we watch in horror as students our fucking age were fleeing from terror on national—I t- just got the chills. I kids. got chills so
1: bad. Do you remember that shit? Fuck, I do. But, yeah, yeah. Like we as watched, you said that, I just we got watched the worst that chills.
0: shit. Like as kids were fucking running out of Columbine and their school mm-hmm. was being shot to fuck all. Um, I mean and it it really did leave a horrible a horrible taste in our mouth because it happened we watched it we saw the fucking aftermath we know how many kids were killed and that mm. we know how many kids were injured but then there were copycat incidences and this shit was happening even like even in our school yeah and it's happened more than once mm-hmm. now they weren't carried out to what somebody would call be a successful uh, and I use that fucking term very loosely, loosely. But their attempt at a school shooting was thwarted. Yeah. Um, It actually happened in 99, happened again in the mid-2000s, and it actually happened just a few years ago here at our local high school where kids had built pipe bombs or had brought instruments into the school to do damage. Now, whether they were semi-automatic weapons, maybe they were knives, one kid actually brought several bladed Weapons to the school it had nothing to do with guns, but yeah. he fully intended to end fucking lives with these things. Yeah. Now, a similar situation actually took place in Duchesne as well, where a couple of young kids actually wanted to orchestrate a school attack and similar situation where they showed up with weapons as well as bombs mm-hmm. and they were placed throughout the school. Fortunately, these kids, I'm not going to say most of them, and this, is, this isn't speculation, it's actually something that I read. A lot of these kids want to be caught. Yeah. they're they their they're cry. At, it is. It's their cry for help. A lot of these kids are at their wits end for whatever purpose, whether it's mental illness, whether it's physical bullying, whether it's mental abuse, whether it's, you know what I mean? There's a lot of different facets that play into whatever bring a kid to their breaking point and they will tell other people or they will say things or do things that their parents are like oh you know that should have been a red big red flag and their parents are just like ah fucking angsty dramatic
1: teenager oh the drama oh the
0: fucking horror but there are things did you hear that Mm -hmm. there are a lot of things that kids say and do and they give you warning signs fortunately these kids that were in high school in Duchesne told enough people that right. it was stopped. And uh, same thing with what took place at our local high school here. Enough people knew about it. One was actually a parent who realized that she had like stumbled across. Um, Wasn't it the plans? The plan slash journal that this kid had been keeping. And she actually went to the officials and was like, my kid is about to do something really horrible. And I think it takes a very strong person to look at that And not just run to the school and grab your kid and be like, no, no, no. Right. We don't blow people up. No, she went straight to the authorities and like, my kid needs fucking help and he's about to do bad shit.
1: And this is more than I can handle. Like to actually be able to say this is more than I can handle, take care of it was a good, a good on her part. It really was. It's courageous. Mm
0: -hmm. Like it takes a lot. Like most moms, I don't give a shit who you are. You can disagree with me. Most of us, regardless of what our kids do are like the apples of our eye. Even children that I haven't given birth to. Oh, yeah. When my kids are douchebags, I'm like, you know what? You're such a fucking asshole. And then I'm, and they, uh, later, I'm like, oh, gosh, but look how cute they are. They're on
1: a roll, and look how smart. Every time Logan walks in the room, I'm like, he's so goddamn cute. Dude, my son really is fucking handsome. And like, then when you say... And he's
0: turned into such a man lately I that know. it's like, it's it almost bothers me because I remember... My little dorky little Logan. Logan. I mean, he's still my dorky Logan, but... <clears throat> man, he's, you know, he's a six foot seven, six foot eight man. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit.
1: And when you say he's done something wrong, I'm like, no, he hasn't. I know. <laughs> Are you I'm, serious right now? No. Yeah, dude, that kid hung the fucking moon, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Most people, because he really is a good kid. This
0: this episode is about Barry Delucitis, and this kid is the... Chief orchestrator behind the Frontier Middle School Massacre. And this episode is called... Sure beats the hell
1: out of algebra, doesn't it?
0: So, for those of you who are not familiar with Barry Lukaitis... Fuck me in the gutas. We don't know his name. Fuck. Barry Lukaitis. He was actually before the Columbine attacks. Now, this... He actually may have played a small role in the influencing of the Columbine shooting. His took place two years before in 1996 and there's a lot of similarities that we're going to touch base on and will we cover columbine since we're breaking the seal on like on the on, Luc- on lucatus you bet hmm. there's so much to talk about i'm not going to do it in this episode it's going to have to be its own because while I was fiddle fucking around on the fuck tangle of the internets mm-hmm. um i unearthed some little gems and it's going to take me a minute to write because i will i will get emotional i will get upset Yeah. There's a lot of things about Columbine that fucked me up.
1: Well, just alone, the fact that we were that age Mm -hmm. and that we, like, going to school should be a safe place.
0: You would think. And it's just fucking not anymore. Mm -hmm. And not just from fucking school shootings. People are getting fucking molested, sexually assaulted. They're being physically assaulted. Like, kids are finding fucking drugs and shit. Like fuck man
1: well and (laughs) with sandy hook like calvin that was the year that calvin started going to school Mm -hmm. and he was in kindergarten and kindergartners got shot i thought i was gonna die i was like i'm never letting my kids out of my house ever again this is horrifying like i had to talk myself into this is the fucking year we homeschool (laughs) it is and then he was like we did a lockdown today And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, my five year old is doing a lockdown and Mm -hmm. he's like, and the toilet flushed on accident. And I was like, What the fuck? Get your shit together, school. I was like, they'll know exactly where you're at. This is where you're hiding them. Like they've got they
0: think they're all fucking nifty because they've got automated toilets. So that it helps with the spread of germ and disease. But it should there be a fucking active shooter in the school and that fucking toilet flushes, they're going right in there. Right. My kids have had to do like the lockdowns and the uh like they do the practice fucking mm-hmm. barricading doors and shit and it gives me fucking horrifying anxiety it makes
1: me sick every time dude they we do just it. had an
0: active shooter in the fucking mall that we go to right. almost every time we're in the fucking city and there's been active shooters on the u of U or uh uni- yeah or utah, i was there utah state no you university, university of utah because i was
1: out there to go yeah. to the doctor i remember because i watched all the cop cars go by and my mom was like are you okay so, uh,
0: but yeah, there's been two active shooters in the last like three years.
1: Yeah, though I Utah forgot about that one at the University campus. of Utah because I would like, the they were going right past my yeah. room and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And we
0: actually have a very close friend of ours who their son is a fucking resident advisor and yeah. he was like trying to shut down his dormitory and like lock doors I and get everybody in rooms that. and shit. Yeah. So, I mean, this shit is very close to home. Like, it, it fuck Columbine. <laughs> Right there, right Colorado. there. Mm-hmm. So this is your "get the fuck out now" disclaimer. If guns, school shootings, teen death are not your bag or are going to turn your day upside down, please discontinue listening. Otherwise, let's get this party fucking started. At your
1: own discretion, at this point. Yes, you've been warned. Mm-hmm.
0: So Barry Del is intrigues me for a lot of reasons first and foremost he was actually born on the exact same fucking day and year as me making him a pisces i'm very big into this (laughs) i love astrology yes anyway um he had a lot of similar issues that i also had we're going to start with fucking adhd which he was medicated for clinical depression a dysfunctional family with a fucking history of mental illness on both sides of his family uh, amongst a myriad of other things uh, <clears throat> was born to Terry and Joanne, uh, Terry Lucatus and Joanne Phillips. He spent the early years of his life in Iowa and Minnesota, and they eventually moved to Washington in fifth grade. His parents owned and operated a sandwich slash ice cream shop in Moses Lake. Now, years before the shooting took place in 1996, his dad began an affair with another one and his mother, who was also mentally ill and suffered from clinical depression and different manias had become increasingly distant and she often talked about suicide.
1: Lucadis' parents separated in 1995 after his mother discovered her husband was having an affair. She filed for divorce against her husband in January of 1996. She frequently implied that Barry would also have to kill himself. In the same month of her divorce, she informed Barry that the date of the double suicide would be Valentine's Day. She had decided the pair were going to do so in front of her ex-husband and his new girlfriend as a form of Punishment to them both.
0: Stop and wrap your fucking mind around that. So, not only is this woman constantly talking about killing herself in front of her son,
1: then she's telling him,
0: You have to do it too. Hey, kiddo, by the by, on Valentine's Day, here's what our mother son date is going to be we're going to go to daddy's house and we're going to shoot ourselves in front of him and his new girlfriend because they're assholes.
1: Right. So be on 14. board, or yeah. th- there's no other option. Grab your shoes. He's 14. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry talked his mother out of doing so by having her write down her feelings. And this is something what a 14 year old should have to fucking do though. No mom, let's not kill ourselves. You can write down your feelings. We can take care of this. Can you imagine the hopelessness of that kid at 14 years old during this time? Barry barely slept and did not eat. He spent his time locked away from his parents as well as the rest of the world. Once asked, how do you think this affected your son? Joanne revealed that she quote, did not think about Barry at all. You fucking think yeah. Isn't this your first priority as your as a fucking mother is to think about your kids? But not, I don't know.
0: I and this is this is what really bothers me is because people that are going, people that have legitimate mental illnesses, no, that is like the furthest thing from their mind. They're not thinking about taking care of their kids. Mm-mm. They're not thinking about the impact that they're having on people. They're only thinking about themselves. Yeah. And they're thinking about, you know, whatever rambles through i can't say what goes on through their head but i know what's gone through my head um when people are in active addiction they don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck about their spouses they don't give a fuck about their kids their jobs their responsibilities obligations nothing it's me 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 it's fucking very egocentric
1: yeah and i god clearly she was at that point too because she didn't think about barry at all okay she she
0: literally said those fucking words yeah that's
1: quote I yeah. did not think about Barry at all. I didn't think about Barry at all. hmm Good parenting. She had been using her son as her confidant, so she's like telling him everything about everything, never caring what she said or taking into consideration how it would affect her son.
0: You, there are some things that, like, in my personal opinion. There are some conversations you don't have with your fucking kids. I don't give a shit how upset you are. I don't care what situation you're in, fucking mentally or emotionally. You don't have these conversations with your kids. You don't bash the other parent in front of your kids. I don't give a fuck how big of a tangled mess they are or how much horrifying shit they've done to you. You don't put that on your kids. No, You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like there's things that kids see and things that kids ask you about. Right. Because they've seen Mm -hmm. it. However, you're not like, your fucking dad was fucking around on me, so we're going to go kill ourselves.
0: Or you don't, you know what, let your kids form their fucking opinions about things on their own. Even at a young age, they see, hear, and absorb things like tiny little sponges. And that's the thing is like, Did I see my real father do horrifying shit? Yes, I did. Did I form opinions on my father? Yes, I did. But I also had feelings about my dad that were not my feelings because my mom put her anger in me. From right. a very young age, and continue to do so, clear up until my adulthood years, Mine and that's still do that too. Yeah, so so you've synced it with it. You've heard you've heard it with
1: your own ears. I have, but, and <clears throat> my mom and dad still do the same shit. My mom's yeah. still talking shit about my dad. I'm oh, like, yeah. dude, you guys got divorced like fucking thirty years. I'm ago. Like, can we Thirty five years ago, can we just not? Literally yeah.
0: three fucking decades ago. Can we drop this fucking? Can we drop the spoon in the dishwasher and wipe the
1: grime? Who my dad was when he was twenty is different than who he is now sorry so can we be done with this great okay okay bye but
0: But that's that's kind of what i'm saying like you don't do that to your kids no you shouldn't in my opinion
1: no anyway anyway he also suffered from clinical depression which was also present in the last four generations of the lucatus and phillips family The kid really never stood a chance. And when it came to stability or when it came to stability or mental health, he was also being medicated with Ritalin at the time of the shooting. He claimed to have been inspired by the music video for Jeremy by Pearl Jam, which we will talk about a little bit later in this. If you have not seen it, we will explain a little bit. Uh, Barry was a liked kid, a geeky sort of computer nerd, bookish, participated in student council and honor, uh, and an honor student as well, who held an A average. He was said to be a nice boy prior to the deterioration of his parents' marriage, and following that, he became withdrawn and often standoffish, saying people were bad and evil, which I can imagine like that's a lot to go through when you're 14. I
0: think it would have been different had his mom
1: not used him
0: as a source of like an outlet for a a source of her grief and anger. Right. But you can only, you can only take so much, but he was right. He he wasn't dealing with just the shit at
1: home. He had shit going on
0: at school. too. Yeah.
1: Um, however, it was widely believed that he himself claimed that relentless bullying at the school impelled him to this murderous rampage. So yeah, like you've said, he's got what's going on at home Mm -hmm. and then a fucking relentless bully piece of shit.
0: Yeah, and more than one. There was Mm -hmm. one specific kid that we're going to discuss, but other students were like, you know, it wasn't just him, it was several people. Yeah. So he never got a moment's,
1: like, peace. Well, and you know that he couldn't talk to his mom because his mom's too wrapped up in her fucking life. Right. So, who was he going to talk to? The beatings, bullying, and sexual harassment that Barry dealt with from one of his victims was a key trigger in his decision to savage his classmates. The ninth grade torment proved to be too much for the young Barry. One of Barry's biggest enemies was a 15-year-old Hispanic kid named Manuel Vela. This particular
0: boy was consistently calling Barry names, shoving him in the hallway, spitting on him, using words like, quote, faggot, dork, and would ridicule him about his body um, in front of Barry's friends as well as his former girlfriend. One friend of Barry said that Barry was always covered in so many bruises from Vela that he never wore shorts to school.
1: That's so sad.
0: Right? That's a bully level up. Yeah, that's... You just met your fucking boss. Um, You know, when you're playing a video game? Mm -hmm. you You level up and you're at the final boss? Yeah. If you're so fucking covered in bruises that you're embarrassed to wear short pants... That's a fucking problem. And yeah. unfortunately, there wasn't anybody he can go to talk to. No. His mom's at home. His dad's fucking bailed. His dad's got a new girlfriend and a whole new situation for him to go and fucking live a whole new, comfortable way. And he's at home with his mother, who's clearly mentally ill, has fucking problems, and he's got nobody.
1: Right. And I'm in his mind, I'm sure he's like, I can go to the teachers, but the teachers are going to go to my mom, and my mom doesn't give a fuck.
0: And my mom's off in screwball, fucking frou-frou land. Yeah. What the fuck? So... Um, it was also, he was very embarrassed by this constant state and it was said by some classmates that he was viewed as a weakling. Now, several students said that Lucatus was bullied, not just by Vela, but a lot of, or excuse me, Vela, Vela. Um, a lot of other students made comments about his appearance and his thin body. Now, in the weeks leading up to this attack on the school, it was said by other classmates that Barry declined in appearance as well as his stability emotionally and mentally. He often talked about his father's weapons, and he would discuss them at length with other students. He was consistently poring over magazines and books at the public library library, about guns and ammo. Barry had also begun telling unsettling things to different friends. Now, Barry made comments to other classmates that should have been reported but weren't. He once told his former girlfriend who actually asked to stay nameless. So if you find that somewhere, let me know because I could not find it. He asked her what she would think of him him if he, in fact, killed the athletic Vela boy. All right. Now, she didn't take his remarks seriously. And this was something that was noted from Paul Harder. And he was the Moses Lake police detective that was working on this case. Barry had also become very obsessed with the novel Rage, in addition to the movie Natural Born Killers. So Rage was written as Getting It On, but the title was changed before its publication. It's a psychological thriller novel that was written by Stephen King, but it was published under his pseudonym Richard Bachman. It was first published in 1977, and then it was collected in 1985 in a hardcover, um, Omnibus, the Bachman books. The novel describes a school shooting and has been associated with several actual high school shootings in the 1980s and 90s. In response, King allowed the novel to fall out of print. In uh, 2013, he published a nonfiction anti-firearms violence essay entitled Guns. It was uh, was a pretty well-known fact that Barry actually obsessed over poetry, and the words in his poetry consisted of dripping blood and death and all things morbid now normally for somebody like me and even you and lots of our listeners right we're like oh yeah morbid shit i'm kind of down with that but he also told a classmate in passing that quote some people don't deserve to live some people should just die or be killed
1: right big all right red flag we've said that before but we're not 14 and we don't actually mean it if i say it like this i'm totally kidding uh-uh, but yeah
0: you know what i mean like when you're 14 years old and you're starting like people are starting to nortis n- did you notice that
1: did you notice did you, no- <laughs> did you notice it
0: Nordis tortoise i'm going to i'm going that's it i'm going to the fucking pet store i'm getting a goddamn tortoise his name is nortis <laughs> <laughs>
1: And he notices everything. <laughs> he he, he notices everything. you going pee. He notices you talking over there. He notices everything. He is the Nordis tortoise. He <laughs> notices it all.
0: Don't try to get one over on Nordis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so when you're being told some people don't deserve to live and they should just die or be killed, those are things that you're like, huh, this, dude,
1: like, all right, get your fucking mind right. Let's. Th- th- what what we're gonna do is call someone that you can talk to. Right. Because I that's I not a normal maybe, thought of a
0: fourteen year old. Maybe you meant that. And yeah.
1: Even even if your
0: friend says something, that's a little questionable, maybe you should run that by an authority figure or somebody else that you can trust and be like, Hey, man, I don't know if this was a joke, and I'm a little concerned.
1: Right. Even as an adult.
0: Right. If if one of your friends says something slightly questionable and you giggle but then you have a moment of clarity where you're like, where "Wait you're like, a second. Ah, wait, that fuck. My moral compass just tilted a little like, you eh, you might want to notify somebody. Maybe yeah. call like phone a friend." Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. The same girl, so the the same classmate that he actually said that to was a girl that he was doing a worksheet with in a, a later instance. And when the girl was arguing with him over the answers on this worksheet, Barry looked at her, explodes, and like, do you deserve to fucking live? Do you think you deserve to live? Jesus. <laughs> and it was it was a question he had begun to ask a lot of students before the shooting went down. Do you, Do you think you deserve to live? Yeah. Um debatable fuck i guess it depends on who you ask but if somebody said that to me in anger over a fucking
1: worksheet i'm gonna start questioning things a little bit oh i have that poem or part of that poem out of the article you sent me nice and it said um in his ninth grade english class barry lucatus wrote a poem about murder that ended this way i look at this body on the floor killing a bastard that deserves to die ain't nothing like it in the world But sure, but he sure did bleed a lot. That's his ninth grade poem, and they're not gonna fucking throw red flags. Did a teacher not think that that was questionable content for a fourteen year old ninth grade student? Especially that you have to know that he was having some issues. That like, I doubt. I don't know. Maybe he did walk around like everything was okay. But that's the thing:
0: is other students and shit. Like even his mom later, which we'll we'll brush on that said like oh yeah we saw him decline you saw
1: it with your own fucking eyes right so when he's writing shit like that you're not gonna do anything about it Mm
0: -hmm. dude that's a cry for fucking help big red flag number fucking how many i nine hundred and
1: forty three good choice okay barry told his best friend zachary of kiss i uh Of, of of kiss of kiss of kiss yes sure final answer In the weeks before the shooting, it would be cool to... Oh, this is a quote. Sorry. It would be cool to kill people to try to get away with it. No. No, it wouldn't. No, honey. I'm sorry. Lucatus also told Zachary he would like to, quote, go across the country killing people, unquote, just like um, natural born killers. Mm -hmm. No, let's not. Okay. Let's just stop right here and not base our lives off natural born killers. Like, eh, no, let's not. They were bad people. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 bad, no, no, bad, very bad. Barry had also shown a great deal of disdain, not only against a few specific classmates but teachers and administration as well. Mm-hmm. Two days before the shootings, Lucatus was called out of called out of class by Assistant Principal Steve Karras cares cares mm-hmm. who assigned him detention for the excessive tardiness for excessive so, tardiness
0: yes so as his mental state is starting to decline he is skipping more and more classes he's coming into class or late. he's like getting just he's getting fuck me mouth get your shit together uh he would actually miss several classes and come in way late or he would leave early oh like, like just fucking him out yeah just throwing the fucking towel and being like all right, that was enough for today. I'm done. <laughs> Scroggle it off. I'm fucking yes. out.
1: Mm-hmm. When Lucatus returned from uh, CARES office, mm-hmm. the, pr- the assistant principal that I can't say, Lucatus told a classmate that, quote, he now hated Mr. CARES. Police said that that's, you know, that's what the police said. He said to the other kid, Mm -hmm. other students said Lucatus also didn't like Kara's wife, Leona, whom he described as, quote, a goofball who made her students do too much work, too much homework. Mm -hmm. All right. February 2nd, 1996, Barry took it upon himself to exact his revenge on his classmates. He was 14 years old at the time, and he decided to skip his usual Bus ride to the school. It's February 2nd, 1996. Just so you know, it's fucking cold. It's in Washington, yo. There's snow. Yeah. <laughs> On this day, Barry would decide to walk the lengthy distance from his house to the school. Barry took a high powered rifle, a 30 30. Oh, th- by the by,
0: a fucking 30 30. Quick little snippet. Let me tell you how much damage this motherfucker can do. Fuck, yes. Because I know exactly how big a 30 aught mm-hmm. is. Not only that, because I've hunted, but because my cousin was accidentally shot in the fucking back and paralyzed from the waist down at, uh, shit, I think she was 11. Her and my cousin were playing, finger quote, deer hunter. And he had his dad's 30-30 out and they were fucking around in the basement. My cousin Amber went into the restroom to go potty and Ben accidentally locked and loaded one into the chamber. And, well, I think there was uh, I think there was one in the chamber and he took the safety off and fired and it went through the bathroom wall, struck Amber and she's been paralyzed from the waist down ever since. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I think he was nine.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. So he had the thirty thirty, a three fifty seven revolver and a twenty five semi semi-automatic pistol that belonged to his father and began dressing himself for the day he prepared for at the Frontier Middle School that day in Moses Lake, Washington. Barry had also collected 78 rounds of ammunition. He donned a black duster coat, much like a Wild West gunslinger, and cut out the pockets of the coat so that he could conceal the weapons and the ammunition. This may have inspired the trench coats used by Harris and Klebold in the Columbine shootings. Right. So if you're familiar with Columbine, or if you are not,
0: they were actually part of a emo slash gothic slash black sheep group called the trench coat mafia and that's essentially what barry decided to wear that day was the black duster coat the trench coat
1: because you can hide all your you can you can hide your guns there
0: and then people thought, you know, why the fuck was I so afraid of Spencer in high school? Remember that black fucking oh, yeah. trench coat motherfucker war?
1: As we were reading this, <laughs> I'm like, all I can think of is Spencer. And I know he didn't have guns in there. But Spencer and his trench coat, we were like, no, no you can pass. just you stay over there. I'm going to stay over here. <laughs> My husband
0: is the biggest sweetheart on the face of the planet. God, and he's so fucking handsome. Like, I just had to admire him from afar. Because everything about him, his size, the boom of his voice and his fucking dress, like trench coat, scared the shit out of me. He's not scary anymore. I actually pick fights with him all the fucking time. Yeah, he scared
1: the shit out of me then, too. I know, but I just... He doesn't know. I wanted his
0: penis so bad in, on, and around my body.
1: Well, I think you've got that. I do know. Seven years of penis. <laughs> it's a penis 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 vagina vagina, vagina vagina vagina
0: i know my my husband really was fucking terrifying in high school though yes and he was friends with nick who was like a known fucking knuckle duster that just like constantly beat the shit out of people right you know what i mean nick was fucking scary it's not like Dan. His other best friend is a fucking small man, and then you've got six foot fucking nine ten Spencer. That's like the <sighs>
1: nicest person in the world, but scariest shit. Nobody knows know that him. he's nice.
0: I know you got to get to know him first because he's Fuck. quite intimidating.
1: And then his voice, and you're like, oh god, god. just fucking kill me. You're like, I, that, I'll jump. Like,
0: I'm here. I'm out. I'm
1: out. I'll, I'll put my head down, my arms up, just I, do
0: it. Maybe if I hold really really still and I don't make any fucking sudden moves, the bear will go away. <gasps> he can't see me. Don't run. Don't run. They see movement. <laughs>
1: and then you sneeze Fuck.
0: all right barry had arrived at the school and walked into his algebra class which was actually his fifth period now class had actually started late by two hours that day due to inclement weather it was bad weather the little motherfucker walked to school remember how we said that see my note he (laughs) walked yeah like he had this this is this is the thing did he have sickness in his heart and brain When he decided to do this, or did he really have, like, fucking murder mania? Because it was, to me, it feels like he put some fucking thought and effort behind this.
1: Well, if you, and I'm not condoning what he did at all. I'm just trying to say the mental state that he's in. Right. If you can't even wear shorts to school because you've got bruises because some motherfucker's thumping on you all the time. Right. And then your mom's at home being a fucking psycho and not giving a shit about anybody but her. Yeah you're in not the right place no dude you are he's not got happy. hate and anger and because no at this point he is he is
0: mentally physically emotionally and spiritually like sick he's yeah
1: sick. yeah so, all the ways
0: all of the ways so barry skipped his morning classes until he was armed and ready and then he trucks it into school into school now once he kicked the door open fucking bullets were flying there's some discrepancies on who Barry shot first. It depends on the article that you read, yeah. and it kind of goes back and forth between which like which student recounted what. Um But supposedly he locked and loaded and struck his struck his nemesis, Manuel Vela, at point blank range and Manuel died instantly instantly. He struck his algebra teacher, Mrs. Cares, in the chest as she attempted to hide under her desk. Now other reports say that he shot her in the back as she was attempting to hide.
1: Um, right. The that article that you sent me from, oh, where is it? The New York Times said that she, that he shot her in the back, and she like still had her eraser in her hand. So yeah. I don't know. She
0: she dropped to the ground, repeating "no, no, no" and, as she fell, but she died clutching the fucking dry worst, oh, dry sorry. erase board racer. re eraser, fuck,
1: re eraser, um,
0: and she actually died on the scene. So, at this point, his classmates begin to panic, and Lucatus reportedly turns, and he said, sure beats, you know, sure beats the hell out of algebra, doesn't it?
1: No. No, I think I'll take I algebra. would rather do algebra every day than go through any of that, sir.
0: No. And, and I, I hate algebra. Hate, I hate algebra. I don't. You want to do English? I can do English all day. Right. I can tell you fucking all the parts of a goddamn sentence. Don't ever throw the alphabet and numbers at me. Not today, Satan. But if it comes, you know, get shot, do fucking algebra. Algebra.
1: algebra.
0: So... Anyway, Barry also hit two other students, Arnold Fritz and Nath- Natalie Hintz. Mr. Fritz was shot through the chest. He stood up, walked to the back of the classroom, and then crumpled to the floor and was struggling to breathe. Miss Hintz, Natalie, was injured in the arm and the chest, and she fell to the ground and began to scream. Barry Lucatus backed into a corner of the room, blocked from the windows and the door. The school physical education teacher, he, his name is Jonathan Lane, heard the gunshots and ran into the classroom. When he saw Barry holding the rifle, he dove behind the teacher's desk and that's when Barry told him to stand up or he'd shoot another student. So Mr. Lane stood up and asked Barry if they could take Natalie out of the room. Eventually, Barry allowed Mr. Lane to help Natalie out the door and later a diabetic girl that was having blood sugar problems. When a student called out that Arnold Fritz wasn't doing well and that he was in bad shape, Barry looks over at him and said something along the lines of, just let him fucking die. And then he allowed Mr. Lane and uh, two other students to actually drag Arnold out of the room. And he actually died later. Jesus. Many of the witnesses told police that Lucadus was calm and organized that afternoon. And he was telling the the students to chill out while directing them one by one to the back of the classroom.
1: By this time, the police had, um, had been summoned and were attempting to talk with Barry through the door. Barry calmly began to organize the class. He read off the class roll and told the students one by one to arrange themselves in the seats at the back of the room. He seemed irritated by the police interruptions, yelled that he would start killing people if the officers did not shut up, and threw the telephone to the floor when the police called. After the class was organized, Barry said he needed a hostage because of the snipers. He then pulled out a black plastic bag, fixed it over the end of the rifle muzzle with rubber bands, and told Mr. Lane to put it in his mouth. Mr. Lane resisted. With repeated urging, he pretended to comply, grabbed the gun barrel, and pinned Barry against the wall and yelled for the students to run. As the students rushed out of the room, the police pushed through them and tackled Barry. The officers handcuffed Barry, removed his guns and ammunition, read him his rights, and took him into the station. In a later search of the scene, they discovered uh, earplugs that Barry had worn during the shootings. I'm glad you're fucking protected your hearings right jesus after giving a taped interview to the police barry went into his cell curled up on his bunk and fell asleep with a blanket over his head mr fritz died later that day at the hospital miss hints underwent um, extensive surgery and survived although she almost lost her arm and remains impaired hmm Psychologists hired by the defense believe that Barry suffered from either depression or bipolar disorder, while um, prosecution witness Dr. Alan Mm Eunice, a professor of psychiatry and behavioral science at the University of Washington, diagnosed him with dysthymic disorder. Yeesh. And dysthymic disorder is a smothering mood disturbance characterized by a long duration, at least two years in adults, as well as a tra- as transient periods of normal mood. The disorder is fairly common in the U.S. general population, of three to six percent, as well as in primary care, seven percent, and mental health settings, up to one third of psychiatric outpatients. While the etiology of dis—I dyst- said it right the first time—dysthymia remains unknown. There appears to be a genetic susceptibility, which may manifest in the presence of various psychological or so, sorry, psychosocial, psychosocial stressors while the diagnostic and statistical statistical manual of mental disorders or diagnostic criteria are fairly clear the disorder can be easily underrecognized for a variety of reasons treatment may include pharmacotherapy and psychotherapy although the overall treatment course is oftentimes characterized by protracted symptoms and relapses yes so many people well big words. and
0: this you know, it's kind of like we were talking about. This poor kid had both both sides of the family. So mom and dad have generations of mental illness present. Mm-hmm. Not just mom,
1: but no. grandmas,
0: grandpas, aunts, uncles, fucking cousins. Basically, he's got a family tree full of nuts. Yeah. And I mean that in the nicest way because mine is too. Oh, fuck. Mine too. So Terry Lucatis would go on to say that the look in his son's bloodshot eyes was a look of cold fury. And he actually, the first time he saw his son, he fucking recoiled in fear. Um, He said, quote, he was a completely different person. I was shocked and horrified the Moses Lake man testified. So his own father was fearful of him. 14 year old kid. Yep.
1: I wonder how much time he actually spent with him. I don't know. That's what I want to know. Like, there's, after. if
0: you if you dig around on the webs, um, there's the problem is. You can't trust Murderpedia on everything. You can't trust Wikipedia on anything and on everything. And there's, I mean, you've got a lot of news links and shit, but even then, when you're getting witness account statements, each witness may have seen something from a different point of view. What if the first gunshot went off and you were looking forward at the board where your fucking eyes should have been, instead of like, maybe you were turned up in the upper right-hand corner of a classroom, and so you saw him walk through the door, and that was the first thing you saw, but the first thing another student saw was, like, your teacher getting capped in the fucking in right middle of their chest. Yeah, you know? you're all going to have different. You all have different things. Um, the other problem is a lot of sites like Wikipedia, Murderpedia. You know, they're run by a lot of different people. They can be edited by a lot of different people. So mm-hmm. unless there has been a, a, like an extensive, extensive, <laughs> an extensive <laughs> deal of research that has been completed on multiple levels, you're you're not going to be able to nail down a lot. Um, I actually wanted to write to Barry Lucatus, and I'm still trying to find like all of his informationes um i have uh and i didn't get that done in time for this episode but maybe we can do a follow-up if he chooses to do so and return correspondence so i do want to write to barry lucatus and and try to get some information from him because he's actually a really well-spoken and really put together smart individual anyway uh Terry Lucidus would go on to say that I didn't know what to think. It was like the whole thing was a nightmare. It was as if all of this stuff had been boiling up inside him and all of a sudden started falling out, started coming out. Terry Lucidus told police that there was nothing wrong with his son, but when he visited Ter- or Terry when Terry visited Barry behind bars, he knew it was a lie. He said he was just scary looking. It was horrifying. Joanne Lucatus, a.k.a. Joanne Phillips, said her son didn't snap out of his depression until he was prescribed lithium a couple months after his arrest. He started being like the old Barry who was fun to be with. Lithium is a pretty hardcore fucking drug.
1: What, I, what does it do?
0: Lithium? Yeah. Um, it's an anti-psych med. shmee, shmee. Uh, So lithium is one of the most widely used and studied medications for treating bipolar dis- Excuse me. Bipolar disorder. Lithium helps reduce the severity and frequency of mania. It can be used to help relieve or prevent bipolar depression. Studies show that lithium can significantly reduce suicide risk.
1: Oh, okay. I so knew it that. is an anti
0: psych drug. Okay. Um, uh, yeesh. Another Pisces that was on lithium Kurt Cobain.
1: Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. When's his birthday? Mm, fucker.
0: You just, you had to fucking ask, didn't
1: you? What is the Pisces date range? Um, End of February, middle uh, of March. March.
0: February 20th. Oh, shit. Yeesh. And it actually, in my astrology book, it has um, listed like famous, like other Pisces. And it's funny because every single one of them had a problem with drugs and alcohol. And if you look it up, Pisces, actually our number one weakness, drugs and alcohol, just so you know.
1: Yeah, we talked about that in mm-hmm. the...
0: True story, bro. I'm living proof. <laughs> so I love fucking astrology because it's all dead on. The kid was put... He was placed on lithium. Placed on lithium. Like you just fucking put him on top of the pill and it magically right. better. So the kid was placed on an anti-psych med. Lithium. Which did, the, it did its job. And after he was arrested, he started acting like a good old fun-loving kid again. Now... This moves into the trial for young Barry Leucatis. Initially, it had to be determined, first and foremost, if Barry was going to be tried as an adult for his crimes. And initially, it had to be determined if Barry was going to be tried as an adult for his crimes. He had turned 15 at the end of February. So the courts are like, I don't know, man. Do we keep him in juvenile court or do we turn him over to the fucking fuck you in the ass big kid court? You're big kid. Well, in my
1: opinion, you did big kid things. You go to the big kid court. hmm.
0: Not only that, they had to look at a, a variety of different psychologists and psychiatrists that were going to have to come in on this because the initial plea was uh, not guilty by insanity. Mm-hmm. So the courts were coming up with, you know, do we just go with court, court, court?
1: cornucopia?
0: Well, first, we're going to Nordice. Did Nordus? you
1: Nordice the cornucopia?
0: Fuck me. The
1: and the tortoise. court
0: appointed Psychiatrist, but then the defense is also going to want one as well. Mm-hmm. On July second, three members of the Spokane Court of Appeals convinced Judge Evan Spearline to allow court-appointed psychiatrist Joan Petrich to present a testimony based on uh, an interview and evaluation that she did with Lucidus on his mental Lucidus on his fucking mental health. Angel English. <laughs> the trial was later moved to Seattle, Washington. Because of the media publicity. So you've got this kid that lives in this sleepy little town, Moses Lake, caps a bunch caps three people in his fucking school in a fit of rage. And the local townspeople are like, fucking hang him high. He wasn't right. gonna get a fair trial there. Oh hell, no. So they had to move it. Um, and this was actually God, there was a couple of different things that went down with like uh, legal representation for this mm-hmm. because who was supposed to be hired as like public defender was a legal team called the defenders, but they said that this case was going to be too big and too expensive. So they wanted to bring on co-counsel and there was a lot of shady shit going back and forth as to who was going to represent him and how, and for what kind of money, because they had like one, one counsel team had already been paid through. Oh yeah. Like what do they call that? Uh, like the public defender public def- and the public, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, was very weird. Like if you go back and you read all of it, it's very detailed and it's fucking wishy-washy. It's like some small town fucking dirt. But Barry had pleaded insanity on all charges and had claimed that his mood swings were the cause of his violent actions. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: The shootings provoked so much outrage in and around the Moses Lake community that uh, a Grand County prosecutor's office opted to move the trial to King County. Throughout the trial, prosecutors John Knodel. I was gonna say is that Kenodel or no Knudal <laughs> Like a Knife. Yes, like a knife and a canodle and a canoe. <laughs> I can know you. Knodal <laughs> <laughs> Excuse
0: me, Knudal. Can you uh, did you ever watch the fucking, it's an old, like, 80s and 90s movie called um, Gnorm. No. The Gnome. No. So his name is Norm, but it's it's spelled G-N-O-R-M. Gnorm. Nuh-uh. The Gnome. I should not.
1: I like it. You I wish I would have named my kid something with a G at the beginning. Calvin, we're changing your name. You're-
0: Jeffrey with one <laughs> F. Jeffrey. Jeffrey with one F. Jeffrey. <laughs> Starting with a G. Just like Jeffrey the Giraffe. <laughs> from fucking Toys R Us. Yes. I'm a Toys R Us
1: kid. There's a million, million Toys, toys, toys R Us that I can play with. All right. Yes. Okay. John Nodell of Grant County and Donna Wise of King County argued that Lucatus was a cold-blooded killer who deliberated and planned extensively before murdering. Yes, I concur. They pointed to his attire the day of the shooting, which was the all-black Clint Eastwood-like outfit, as evidence that he wanted to inspire fear in the students. Prosecutors also argued that Lucatus was envious and jealous of at least one of his victims. This is a quote from Nodell. He says he was a very angry, hateful person. Uh, During his trial, Joan Petrich, Petrich... Petrich... testified that Lucatius had been experiencing delusional and messianic. (laughs) Let me help you, messianic. I know, you knew I was going to stumble past that. (laughs) Thoughts before the shooting. She stated, quote, He felt like he was God and he would laugh to himself. He felt he was superior to other people, and then those feelings were later replaced by hate, disdain, and not measuring up. That's the end of the quote. Prosecutors Donna Wise and John Nodell argued that Lucatus had carefully planned the shooting, getting ideas from the Pearl Jam song, Jeremy. The music video from Jeremy shows a troubled youth committing suicide in front of his teacher and classmates, although it has been largely believed that Jeremy had opened fire on the class. Um, this has been widely misunderstood because MTV had strong anti-violence imagery rules. The original video showed the child putting the gun to his mouth. However, the only images allowed to air were those of the children covered in his blood. Prosecution also said that he had gotten ideas from the Stephen King novel *Rage* and the film *Natural Born*. C- the film. The films, Natural Born Killers, as we mentioned, and The Basketball Diaries.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, have you ever watched that? No, hell no. It's a Leonardo DiCaprio film that came out in, like, the late 90s. Fucking awesome. Based on a true story, it's about addiction. Heroin addiction. Oh, shit. Really good fucking movie.
1: Damn. Lucatus had also stated that he tried to model his life after the novel Rage's Pro- protagonist charlie decker who kills two teachers and takes his algebra class hostage mm, sounds familiar. how ironic is it that his bully just happened to be in his fucking algebra, algebra class? class
0: i know dude feels a Jesus. lot like the fucking stars were aligned
1: i know in the
0: like in a creepy i, right. I say that but it
1: is fuck dude it's kind of serendipitous it is that's yeah. creepy as shit petrich attributed Barry's feelings of not belonging to his relationship with his parents, specifically his mother's influence. Quote, he was deprived of all the opportunity to identify with his father. His mother dominated him. His identity was was so much linked to his mother's identity, which was on the ragged edge, end of quote, and filled with suicidal thoughts. Right. Which, I mean, the kid
0: really, and it's kind of the reason why I brought up the situation with my biological father and my mom, um, they had a messy divorce. I -hmm. had a shithole childhood. I had a very, very fucking dysfunctional, abusive childhood in a lot of different ways. There was a lot of drugs and alcohol involved. Um, That being said, without getting too fucking into that, um, because I love both my parents, they both made mistakes, and either way, I'm still fucking alive. So, at the end of the day, fuck it. Um, but <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, the the what I was trying to point out was the fact that a lot of my mother's anger she instilled in me. She beat that into me. And I was actually punished if I didn't feel her anger or I didn't harbor the same resentments towards my dad as she did. Mm -hmm. Um, I expressed interest in going to see my father once for like the summer, even for a few weeks. My mom flew through the fucking roof. She was so floored that I wanted to have anything to do with my dad That she was like, you can just go fucking live with him. How about that? And I I just
1: want to see Yeah, like,
0: that's the thing is like, regardless of what my dad did to you, my dad made many mistakes with me, but he's still my fucking dad. I still love the man. I still want to have something to do. And he wasn't like, for all intents and purposes, he wasn't a horrifying dad. (laughs) Like many things he did, fucking horrifying. Right. But he, he was the best dad he could be. He, Given the circumstances, he wasn't
1: and shit. telling you that you guys were gonna go kill yourselves in front of your mom's girlfriend or boyfriend. Does your no, mom I just have tried to kill my mom on fucking Christmas Eve? Remember, oh, yeah, oh, jokes yeah.
0: that's not a joke that really did happen, but uh, <laughs> long story short, that really did fucking happen, but uh, you know, still at the end of the day, I don't think that my mom should have beat her fucking anger and resentment into me, and I think that's exactly what happened to Barry, you know, the mom's fucking. Got this battery acid taste in her mouth about the affair and different things. She's mentally unwell. She fucking puts that in her kid. She's, like, telling her kid they've got to kill themselves and all this crazy shit. And then he's getting thumped on at school. He's got no fucking relief from anywhere. And eventually he just turns into a little ball of fucking hate. Right. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like tummy. Uh, that's what I That's what I gather and out that's, of it.
0: I'm not trying to negate his responsibility or his actions or
1: only blame his mom but I, right because i I'm mean sure that his dad yeah
0: not being there like it sucks because his mom put that you know those things into him but his dad clearly didn't make the effort
1: Right, well, and when his mom's coming home and he's 14 years old and she's like, so your dad and this girl and and Mm -hmm. he's talking about all that shit that she shouldn't be talking to her kids about and he's taking on all of that and then you have to think like I do, which goes so far as to you have to be so mad at him that we have to kill ourselves together on Valentine's Day in front of him. That's way too much for a 14-year-old. That's way too too much much for anybody.
0: anybody. (laughs) Jinx. Jinx. Buy me a Coke.
1: Pinch, poke, (laughs) bet. Show me a Coke.
0: (laughs) In a tape-recorded confession to the police the day of the attack, Barry had said that he, after he shot Manuel Vela, Reflex just took over. So, like, at that point, he was just fucking point and click, point and click, point and click. Um, Defense attorney Guillermo Romero later called his third mental health expert, Seattle psychologist Kenneth Muscatel. Muscatel. Musk, Musk, Muskowitz. <laughs> Muskowitz. Uh, he called psych- Seattle psychologist Kenneth Muscatel while Kenneth ruled out full-blown psychosis he did describe Barry Lucatus as one of the strangest kids he'd ever met he found the boy to be angry, detached and depressed warnings of suicide but not murder during the cross-examination by Grant County prosecutor John Nodell, Muscatel and Lucatus. Uh, said that Lucatis' preparation for the shooting, such as stockpiling ammunition, getting his weapons, buying the trench coat to hide the rifle, required a certain level of sophistication. In previous testimony for the defense, a psychiatrist and a psychologist said that Lucatis was mentally ill and wouldn't have resorted to violence if he had been properly treated. Spokane, sc- excuse me, Spokane psychologist Mark Mays said the boy was suffering from depression brought on by his troubled home life. Psychiatrist Julia Moore of the Federal Way, Washington branch, went further, diagnosing the teen as having bipolar personality disorder on top of depression combined with unrelenting anger and mood swings. Kid had a lot going on, Yeah, he did. Like, you basically got the fucking goulash of mental illness. Right. Okay. That was challenged late in the, uh, excuse me, that was challenged late in the courts by University of Washington, Washington psychology professor Alan Eunice, the prosecution prosecution the prosecution the prosecution's first rebutil, rebuttal witness fucking hell. sorry 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 the prosecution the prosecution's rebuttal the uh, rebuttals of the prosecution <laughs> strategy yes goddamn so this would have been the prosecution's first rebuttal witness. Eunice found that Lucatus was mentally ill, but not bipolar. The witness said Lucatus is too young to have that disorder because his personality hadn't been
1: fully developed. So I looked that up because Yeesh. this is the 90s. Yeesh. It is the 90s, Right. <laughs> right. And I, cause I wanted to know, cause I feel like I've heard of kids having bipolar disorders and I know mm-hmm. that they've done a lot more research on it since then. So I wanted to look it up and see if that's really a thing. And it's not, I, I feel like that they found a lot more and I didn't look really deep into it, but I found that you can develop bipolar as early as six. Yes. And from 10 to 17 is actually a, a big age range where it's developed. So. I mean, that's just a little a little skimming that I did because I was like, what the fuck, really? There's a, there,
0: God, from 1970 to 1990, from 1990 to 2019. Right. The amount of information that you can get on any illness, mental illness, physical, fucking, uh, all sorts of shit, psycholo- uh, psychological disorders, all this shit, it's going to change. And it has yeah. immensely.
1: That's why I wanted to look it up because I was like, yeah that sounds like a thing from the 90s
0: you're uh, this sounds like a 90s diagnosis well that's the thing like maybe our personalities aren't fully developed shit they've determined that our fucking brains aren't really like fully developed and matured until we're like what 25 yep something like that Mm -hmm. so fuck yeah 14 clearly our personalities aren't inked into fucking permanent marker or etched in stone but fuck a kid can develop mental illness as early as like 2 and 3 yep or not develop it but like show signs Mm -hmm. and shit like how do you think they diagnose kids that are autistic or have asperger's or like uh sensory fucking issues man meh yeah anyway uh defense attorneys michael frost and uh, michelle Shaw painted a very different portrait of their client saying that he was that of a sick teenager who was severely emotionally neglected by his parents even as he was undergoing prolonged and deteriorating mental mental health Um, So he had these disorders. He doesn't have a strong home life. He's being neglected here. He's being abused here on top of already being untreated for mental illness.
1: So we're going to go back to that elaborate outfit that he wore that day. Um, The defense argued, um, pointed not to deliberation, but to psychotic issues, Or psychotic delusions. They also argued that Barry was debilitated and that he was easily influenced by violence in movies and videos and books. Like, some kids can watch that shit and be just fine, like... We can watch it, and we're fine. We don't want to go fucking kill people.
0: I think lots of people can be influenced easily by a lot of things. But I can him. watch fucking Million Dollar Baby and think that I can be a fucking bare knuckle boxer.
1: Right. I well, cannot. during Shark Week, I thought, look at the, look at Aaron Rodgers out there swimming with the sharks. I, <laughs> I can, can do, do this. Ronda Rousey's out there. I can swim with the sharks. No, I fucking can't. We all know that I would. You done? <laughs> all right. We all know that I would have a complete fucking come apart if I actually got in the water with the shark, but I was like thoroughly convinced that I could do this and I would be fine. So I get being influenced by things like that. Um, the real question in this case is whether Barry Lucatus walked into the classroom of the day, the classroom uh, walked into the classroom, the day of the shootings with murder in his heart or sickness in his mind it was a quote from Frost. And that's what he told the jurors. He also said the evidence is overwhelming in this case. He went there with sickness in his mind. Frost today called for an overhaul of the way the criminal justice system deals with mentally ill defendants. Wise, the prosecutor, said the insanity defense was rarely successful and mainly because it's so tough for defense attorneys to convince jurors that that a client was completely unaware of his actions at the time of the crime. It's almost impossible. She said to say that a person who stabbed someone or shot someone was not aware of doing it. The most likely exceptions she said would be if there were evidence that a person was attempting to harm someone in the most illogical way possible to try to shoot someone with an iron, for example, Barry had no prior criminal record, which I would hope so at age 14. I don't know.
0: Uh, at this point i work in a detention
1: center right it's fucking possible yes let's
0: look at some of the kids we went to fucking school with yeah you know
1: yeah on september 24th of 1997 barry who was now 16 was convicted on all charges some victims relatives wept others hugged either verdict would have been tragedy said alice fritz mother of the victim arnold fritz there was no happy ending here Jurors in the Barry Lucatus murder trial rejected his insanity defense and found the moses Lake teenager guilty of fatally shooting a teacher and two classmates and injuring one other classmate as he held a room of terrified students at gunpoint. After nearly four weeks of testimony, jurors deliberated four days before returning their verdicts at 12.06 p.m. This included two counts of first-degree murder, one count of second-degree murder, one count of first-degree attempted murder, and 16 counts of aggravated kidnapping. Yep. Oh, my God. Now, he...
0: Yeah, dude. He got the fucking book thrown at him. So, he was sentenced to serve two life sentences and an additional 205 years without the possibility of parole. He's currently imprisoned at the Clallam Bay Correction Center in Washington. The Washington State Court of Appeals denied Lucatis' request for a new trial in 1999. The U.S. Supreme Court came back in a ruling of 2012 that people convicted of murder under the age of 16, 16 and under, could not receive life terms without parole. Lucatus was heard for resentencing just recently in 2017, during which he apologized for the first time ever for his crimes. Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah. In
0: a letter to the Grant County Superior Court, this is where he addressed the families and took the opportunity to say, I'm sorry. He was resentenced to 189 years in prison. Barry Lucatus will never see life outside of a prison cell, ever. Prior to even stepping foot inside this courtroom for his resentencing, he publicly announced that he would not appeal nor fight the resentencing and that he would do the very best to do do what he could to say that he was sorry to the families and the the families of the victims. And that's all she wrote? Well. Because he's actually, like, if you look at him in photos, he's actually, like... He looks like one of Spencer's friends named Jacob. He's very, he's very small, like sinewy glasses, short cropped hair, looks very bookish. And when I look at him, I'm like 16. Okay. And he's going to be in prison forever for killing people. Now, do you think that's reasonable in your opinion? Since my not, opinion? Since we're not a jury of his peers, nor are we fucking right. Johnny Law or R- fucking lawyers.
1: Right. Just my opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do. You do? I do think it's fair that he's in there for life. Um. It's hard to say because like we discussed before, he went through so much mental, mm-hmm. so many mental things. Like he's got all the mental... Uh,
0: All these different mental disorders that he's suffering from. That's the word I was looking for.
1: Mental disorders. Plus, he's got a mom that's not mentally stable that's putting all of her instability on him. Plus, he's got all all of the bullies and all that shit at school. He has all that shit going on. Can you rehab him from that? I don't know.
0: I don't know either, but I think it's worth a shot. I think anybody that's young like that, 14 years old, it's kind of like the little girls that pull the Slenderman shit. You know what I mean? And they fucking stabbed one of their little girly friends to death. I think kids under the age of six, like 16 and under, it really needs to be a by the, like a case by case situation. Right. You know, there's a lot of different people. Like look at the guy that ate the fucking face off the kid on the Greyhound bus. Mm -hmm. And he was later rehabilitated, placed on some meds, that kind of thing. Unfortunately, this guy did not want to live. Um, But I think that there should be an opportunity
1: for kids to rehab and then have, like, a re-evaluation later. Yeah.
0: I don't I don't know necessarily that life behind bars is the answer for any kid that does that kind of shit. But like I said, you know, it, it needs to be different. Like, look at the kids that killed fucking James Bulger. Like, they were 10 years old when they did that shit. Yeah. And they're our age. Those motherfuckers have aliases and have been relocated and given new fucking lives. You know what I mean? And they did some twisted ass shit at the age of 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? And absconded with a little fucking kid. So, and, and did they need the opportunity, opportunity,
1: opportunity,
0: the opportunity to be treated for mental illness, be rehabilitated and given an opportunity at life because they got one. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, look at Santoya Brown. So not only was this kid fucking drugged, raped, she had been sold in various situations, but she murdered somebody. And the reason, ugh by the boy uh remember when we were talking about this and david was like why didn't she get self-defense right. She shot him in the fucking back yep she wasn't actually defending herself in the like heat of the moment she shot the motherfucker in the back which whatever she did what she had to do to get the fuck away
1: right but, if that's the opportunity you get that's the one you take like exactly. oh wait i'm gonna wait for you to turn around No, so no, no, the, no. <laughs> this is self-defense okay no fuck he's going to get something you fucking shoot him if you're trying to defend yourself. But
0: I think, you know, she was looking, she spent a lot of time in jail, in prison, mm-hmm. and she was facing a lot more fucking time behind bars. And I think that her situation clearly, obviously, obviously, obviously. is fucking different. But regardless, she was a child. You know what yeah. I mean? A kid is not going to be like, oh, by the by, can you turn around so I can shoot you in the fucking chest? No. Hell no, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking back so I can get the fuck away from you. Right. Right. I think that given the situation with Barry Lucidus, Lucidus, why, why Angel? We don't uh, know. With Barry Lucidus, it really feels a lot like this kid probably would have had. It would have been more beneficial for him to be placed in a, a situation where they could address and treat and like ma- right. manifest different things for this for this guy. Yeah.
1: But- yeah yeah i think he could have benefited a lot more from something like that and instead of jail because in jail prison whatever he's just going to be part of the system and he's going to get um is it institutionalized is that the word i'm looking for and and
0: realistically like when it comes to sorry i didn't mean to cut you off you're fine when no sorry you're fine by angel and nikki (laughs) Um, you're fine. When it comes to being institutionalized, I have a very young cousin who has been out in and out of prison for drug offenses. And the kid's not even 25 years old, and he's back in prison again. And A, he can't seem to kick the fucking addiction to heroin. And B, he he's already institutionalized. At the age of 18, he was in prison. Um, he's not even 25. This will be his third stint there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gotten to a point where, you know, rather than get a job fly right, fucking report to a po he's like i don't know prison's not all bad you know i go i work out i fucking you know they tell me what to do and where to be like he's gotten to this stage at a very young age where he's just oh it's not all bad
1: right that's like a friend that dave made in jail Mm -hmm. and um he's been in and out he's 25 right now he's been in and out for seven years
0: It's so, you're so fucking young. And
1: I was, he was asking me about something. I can't remember what we were talking about. And he's like, I wish that I had advice for you, but I've never had to deal with anything real life. And I was like, holy fucking shit. It hit me like a ton of bricks. And he's always in there just for dumb shit, like for drugs or for fucking whatever. stealing packages or...
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but at, at 25 years old, he's like, I have no
1: real I life skill. Yeah, he doesn't. And when he admitted that to me, I was like, Jesus Christ, I never mm. really thought about that because he'll go out for a little bit. When he goes out, he has nowhere to go. So he goes back to the life that he was in, gets thrown back in jail, jails like comfort you know that's second home it's what he knows like when he got um moved from our nice jail here that dave was in to salt lake county and um dave was talking to him and he was like how is it out there do you hate it is it fucking horrible he's like no it's not that bad here he was in medium security so he was locked down 22 hours a day and he's like that's not that bad because that's what he's used to. Yeah. Like Dave was flipping the fuck out when he was locked oh, down twenty-one our...
0: hours a day yeah. or 20
1: 20 hours a day. Yeah,
0: but my brother's not a fucking. He's not an animal. He's not meant right. to be caged and kenneled. Because you know, he's and I'm not had calling real these life. other people animals, but they no. that's the way that
1: they're treated, and they've got they've that's what they're used to.
0: They've become accustomed to it.
1: They know Shit. that they're gonna get fed. They know that they're gonna have a place to sleep. They know how to act in there. They know how to interact with each other in there. It's That's a separate set of fucking
0: rules in there. They're a comfort. Yeah. yeah. So
1: so going back, maybe I'll retract what I said about it being fair. He's 16. He's got a lot of life to live. They know what his mental illness is. If, if they took the time and everything, I think that maybe they could have rehabbed him, but it would have oh, taken yeah. a lot.
0: Well, I think that he, he really needed to be rebuilt.
1: From completely. The up.
0: And I think that at that age, if it can be done for people like me at 37, I wholeheartedly agree that it could have been done to a 14, 16, you know, 17 year old kid um, with the right medication to help him with his disorders and mm-hmm. illnesses. I think with the right guidance and a little fine tuning, it could have been. And I'm very much, you know me, I'm very much an eye for an eye tooth, right. for, tooth kind of fucking person. But I think it's so strange when you see kids do fucked up shit that they think that that's like... You know, people talk about glorifying different ways of life, and you know, some. I'll I'll use a nonviolent, non-addiction uh, example. Example, the oil field. Right. People have glorified, glorifo- glorified, with chloroform <laughs> We're gonna glorify, glorified. <laughs> uh, they've glorified the fucking oil field trash, the redneck trash. You know, oil field mm-hmm. trash is a big fucking phrase out here where you're oil-filled rich. You right. know what I mean? And that's, kids fucking glorify that. Uh-huh. And they're like, that's what I want to do. I want to be that. I want to be fucking rich for being...
1: I don't have to fucking go to school. I can drop out and make just as much money as you can. Well, yeah, you probably could, but yours yours isn't
0: steady. Yeah, and it's dude that's backbreaking fucking labor it is what, I mean? what
1: happens if you get hurt like exactly. look at my dad well,
0: exactly but that's the thing is you glorify certain things in certain natures whether it's video games music videos fucking movies books you know what i mean yeah and kids might look at that and be like yeah i want to fucking do that
1: well so do i but i'm not it's never gonna fucking happen like watching <clears throat> wolf of wall street i'm like dude i want to go to wall street and make all that fucking money i don't want to do right? i don't want to do coke pen. yeah i don't want to do coke out of a stripper's asshole or anything and oh, i don't no, want to do all that he
0: was blowing cocaine into her asshole. oh god fucker in it oh yeah sorry See, just, that's
1: how little i know I'm like, like you're not gonna
0: snort cocaine out of a stripper's asshole because you know that's... Do you want pink eye? Because that's how you get fucking pink eye. It no, is. he was blowing coke in there so he could fuck her in the butt and it wouldn't hurt. Ew. Yeesh.
1: I don't like it. Yeah, my face and during that And then cowboy movie, butt sex. Yeah, my face during that movie, Dave was laughing so hard because I was like, sorry.
0: There are so many it's parts of bubble. that movie that make me fucking giggle. Like when he... They're in that little boat and they're in the middle of a fucking like a hurricane and shit and he's like go get the lewds i will not right. die sober i was laughing so fucking hard over that entire thing so 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 you say you saw so please well and that concludes the frontier middle school massacre of barry lucatus kitus barry lucatus it. it's lucatus it's and, a guy and his name is barry dale I like how his dad's name is Terry and his name is Barry.
1: I know. That's a little confusing. Barry and
0: Terry Lucidus.
1: Barry and Terry.
0: Lucidus. Lucidus.
1: Anyway. Greg Luganus. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, right?
0: Totally. Yes. Gainer.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyways. If you would like to follow us. Oh, sorry. On... <laughs> right into the back of a garbage
0: truck. Ah! ah! <laughs> sorry. If you guys want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook at Color Me Dead Podcast. And don't forget to join the Color Me Dead Podcast group.
1: Yeah. And you can find us on Instagram. Color Me Dead Podcast. And Twitter. And Twitter at Color Me Dead Pod. You can find me on Instagram at gory underscore Nikki. And you can follow Angel at Color Me Dead. Angel. Angel. Angel.
0: Angel. With a uh, short. Wait, what do you have? a tortoise (laughs) I got a tortoise named Nordus Nordus Nordus
1: the tortoise Nordus
0: the tortoise Uh, color me Date angel yes on Instagram Um, once again this is Angel and Nikki thanks for tuning in
1: signing out
0: and uh, just remember kids shooting kids in algebra class is not okay
1: algebra is better and uh, stay stay out of chalk lines (laughs) goodbye (laughs)